Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Mom Boss Maximizer, the podcast for entrepreneurial women who want to grow their business while maintaining their sanity. We need that, right? All right. So today, I love this topic. I'm very passionate about this. It's all about branding. But what we're going to talk about is the difference between personal brands and a business brand and why it's crucial to separate the two. I've had a lot of experience in this over the course of seven years from when I started Hit It With Brit to rebranding to Power, starting the Mom Boss Maximizer, having the Power podcast, and everything else that's happening in this amazing entrepreneurial journey of mine. So building a unique, authentic brand is essential for any business. A strong identity helps customers understand who you are, what you do, and why you do it. It's all about being authentic. It's all about being you. When I go back to the days of Hit It With Brit, I had no clue anything about branding. All I remember was just putting myself out there, wanting to be seen and sharing my story and being vulnerable. I talked about this in the previous episode about my five lessons, and that was about being vulnerable and being authentic. And branding is just that. People want to learn about the real you. And that's, and how do we distinguish that between your personal brand and your business brand? So here's the catch, though, and this is why I'm finding it so important to really discuss this, is that many founders confuse their business brand with their personal brand, hence me, and this is why I'm talking about this. While combining them may work for a select few of founders and business owners, it's not a right, the right approach, and I had to learn the hard way. So this is what I find so fascinating about branding is that a lot of us think that branding is the logo and the colors, but there's so much more that goes in depth with it. And um, I did a series of branding from the book Primal Branding by Patrick Hanlon that I'm going to go into on this podcast. I did that on the Power Podcast, and it's even more crucial and important for this podcast as well because now I'm in this new journey with working with aspiring business owners, um, ambitious women, high-achieving women who are looking to potentially start their business or new into their business and really need the help. And I wish back in the day that I had that mentorship. I wish I actually went to Spotify and went to YouTube to look about look at branding because I was just going off trial and error, which most business owners and entrepreneurs do. So in my experience as a small business owner, and now as a business and empowerment coach, I've learned that separating the personal brand from your from my business and your, your business can have many, many benefits. Not only does it strengthen your business, but it allows for in individual autonomy and professional growth. And growth is one of my core values, both in my business brand at Power and my personal brand as Brittany Burnham and uh, in Mom Boss Maximizer. So if you have a public persona of any kind, if you're a small business owner, uh, I would highly recommend creating an entirely separate business brand and using a, a personal professional brand platform to share your insights into your life. So what we're going to talk about today, and we're just going to really talk, like compare and contrast the key aspects 
of your personal brand and and a business brand and distinguish those two and what you're thinking. So I actually just had a, a connection call the other day with a woman who is just starting. And one of my questions I asked her was, are you looking to have this business be your personal brand or are you creating a business brand? And she didn't know the difference. Uh, another woman said, Another woman said to me, um, I'm not sure. Can you help me with that? Another, uh, and then I had a couple people just ask me uh, just my opinion on it. So my, I, I have, a, I have a, real, a lot of thoughts on this because when I started Hit It With Brit, the hardest thing for me was I became Hit It With Brit. I would be in the stores. I would be just anywhere in the, in the public eye and people would say, oh, you're Hit It With Brit. And in the beginning, I'd be like, yep, that's me. But Hit It With Brit did not define me. Hit It With Brit was the business brand. And so that was the struggle I started having later on when I realized that this was a lot of pressure and that I did it the wrong way and that I wanted my business to grow and that my team to experience some of that autonomy that we're just talking about. So let's get into it. So when we're talking about First, the purpose, the purpose of your personal brand. It is centered around the individual's identity, skills, and personality. So let's give an example, Oprah. She is probably like the biggest personal individual brand that that is out there right now. And she has a lot of businesses that she, that, that are underneath her umbrella. But Oprah is a figure. And when she's, I mean, she sells so many things from her name, from books to her TV shows to there's so many aspects under her personal brand. So if you have, when we're talking about personal brands, like let's just think about so, uh, your, your social media. So someone on TikTok or on uh, Instagram or on Facebook and you're putting yourself out there, it's under your name. All right, so how about your audience under the personal brand, the purpose? That's, these are for people that who admire you and who are, um, are aspiring or influenced by your story, by your achievements, by your credentials, and are really loving that unique personality because you're being vulnerable. You're being truly authentically you that we're talking about. So that personal brand is really all about your personality. Um, and then let's talk about the business brand. So a business brand, the whole purpose of that, it represents a company or products and services and its values. So when we think about business brand, we think about someone like someone or something as, as far as Apple or Amazon. That is a huge business brand. So when we're talking about just the purpose between personal and business, that's when you're going into this, really think about what you are selling. Are you selling yourself and your personality and your skills and your credentials? Or are you selling a product, a service? So Hit It With Brit was a service. It is a gym, all right? But I wasn't selling myself, Brittany Burnham. So this is where the the uh, the difference was and that I realized that in 2020, 2019, when I was about to rebrand. So let's talk about the scope, another distinguishing aspect of these two. So the personal brand is focused on an individual and their expertise or persona. So right now, where I'm at in my journey of entrepreneurship is I am using my platform 
on social media as Brittany Burnham. And what I am offering is my expertise and my experience. And that's why I started Mom Boss Maximizer. This is a business because what I can do potentially with Mom Boss Maximizer is monetize it. And that monetize, monetization can look like ads and sponsorships and so many, so, so many, and, and many as many um, listens or views on YouTube. So that is a service I'm giving to and delivering that value to other people through the podcast. But me, Brittany Burnham, as an individual, I'm using my experience and my expertise to build that personal brand. And then the business brand is an entire organization and its offerings. So for power, it is everything that goes under the umbrella of the gym, as well as some nutrition. And I even bring in some of my supplements in there, and those are products that I bring into the gym, okay? How about the audience? Let's talk about the audience, number three. So for a personal brand, typically your the, uh, the audience targets uh, the, I'm sorry, typically, targets a specific audience interested in the individual's knowledge, skills, or personality. So if someone, so my audience has really in the, in the past 10 years has been specifically more fitness and health related. And in the past year, I've been trying to navigate that my audience and switch it a little bit to women who are aspiring and business owners, women who are interested in growth and empowerment. So I've always, if you've known me, I've always been a creature of loving to empower women. My mission has always been about empowering individuals, but it's been a lot more, it's been just shifting a little bit and changing, which we always evolve. I mean, it's human nature that we're always going to change, but that mission has changed from the business brand at the gym to now my personal brand and trying to get that audience a little bit different and ones that are interested more in the business and moms, obviously, because I have so much, so much to offer, so much to give. And, and it's more than just fitness and health. I mean, how many times have people are, have looked at me and just viewed me and defined me as hit it with Brit, as fit Brit? commit with Brit and all these cool catchy things that they've known me for years because hit it with Brit was such a great brand, but it wasn't me. So that's where I have, I, this is why I want to start off this series of branding on distinguishing both this, these two. So the audience for your, for the business brand targets a broader, broader audience interested in the company's products or services. So if you're someone like who loves Amazon, I mean, there's very broad amount of products that are sold on Amazon. Someone, so for someone who is interested in power, that audience is for people who are interested in health and wellness and fitness. It's just like when we're creating ads, sponsored ads for the gym, we have to choose our audience. The age of people, usually like the age of um, our audience, anywhere between 25 and 50 years old, maybe now like a little bit like 30 to 50 years old. And and then you break it down. And that goes into something a little bit deeper, which I'm going to get into further in the next episode about the audience and the avatar. That is like the character, the person who you are trying to sell to, the person that you're trying to deliver your services to. So when we're talking about the business brand, 
uh, the business brand is all about that audience that's looking for that specific service. All right, now we're talking about longevity. The longevity of someone who is really focused on their personal brand. And this is interesting because this can really evolve in, in terms of the person, the personal brand and their interests and their mission and how they change. So I've talked about this before, change is constant and we're always evolving. We're always growing, especially entrepreneurs. We have this mindset, the zero entrepreneur of what's next, how we can grow, how we can do more things. So with the personal brand and the longevity of these two, it's going to change. When I think of some of my inspirations and women I follow, I have watched their growth over the past couple of years. Of a lot, I've seen a lot of women who I followed who started in the health and wellness space and now evolved to more business because we've learned so much that we want to that we want to be able to give that that insight and that knowledge and wisdom to other women who have our audience who have followed us for so long. So. In terms of longevity for the business brand, it's aimed at long-term stability and consistency, and that's all about trust and recognition. So let's take, for example, I keep using my own brands because that's what I know, and that is the wisdom that I'm going to provide. So when we talk about Hit It With Brit, people trusted us because what we said we were going to do, we did. And that trust is, is all about building it from the foundation up. It's that know, like, and trust. So people started knowing knowing me through social media. I was, I was really getting into the audience and speaking to the audience who I wanted and who I knew that I could connect with. And in, back in the day, it was primarily women. And to this day, it hasn't really changed. So that hasn't changed, the longevity of it. But we're talking about that trust factor. Now I have my team who I trust, who are taking everything that they have learned, all their knowledge, all their education, and giving that to our community. So that trust factor is huge for, to, for the consumer and for the audience to really believe what they're going to give them, what they're going to be what are we going to be given in terms of that give and take? Um, so, and this is one of the things that actually, uh, with the longevity, I'm thinking about how I talked about, you know, serial entrepreneurs have a tendency to be very ambitious and want to create and experience and impact more. So I remember back at, you know, when I was starting to have this mindset and I was not getting bored by Hit It With Brit or by Power. It was more so, what else can I do? Because that I wanted to impact more. So I remember I was in New Jersey in Manasquan on the boardwalk and fell in love with acai bowls from the uh, business Pliables. And I started BB's Bowls up in the upstairs of, the, of Hit It With Brit at the old location. And it was, it was a hit. No pun intended. It was a hit because people would want to eat healthy after they work out, typically. So this is the same time that it's so funny because I remember when I posted it up on social media, that's when Jess Fuller reached out to me and she's like, oh, I'm starting one too. And that's when the acai bowls started getting really popular and they're, they weren't around here at all. They're more so and near the beaches and warm environments. But um, that BB's Bowls, I was even talking to my landlord and wanted to really just uh, develop an area and um, construction of how to have my little cafe. 
moving into here, it was a possibility where motor oil coffee is. That was actually one of the potential plans of starting a cafe and acai bowl or playa, I'm sorry, playa bowls, a smoothie bowl uh, location. Cause I just, I'm so passionate about it. I love it. And I mean, what entrepreneur doesn't want stuff for free? And I'm just thinking, oh, I can eat smoothie bowls for free and give them to my family all day and every day. So, but now I just go to Bear or Bold. So shout out to you girls because, uh, and well, both com- both businesses because they're so delicious. But it's not my strength. That wasn't my strength. I know nothing about uh, running that type of business. And I had to learn that that would have been a big headache for me. And I wasn't prepared for it, for that. Another business opportunity that I potentially was looking into bringing in here was the drip bar. And that was IV, um, the, IV, uh, the IV shots that you get in. So, and it goes hand in hand with health and wellness. So the Sarah Entrepreneur brain and looking at longevity of the business was looking at these products and services that can really coexist and supplement to the gym and to and under the wealth and wellness umbrella, uh, so that's the that's the thing that we have to look at. That's difficult because as entrepreneurs, we really do want to keep thinking. A lot of us in in all my masterminds and uh, networking, we talk about like the what's next, what's next. And I had a feeling that was going to happen once I got into became into the new facility at step 12 because it was two years of planning this new incredible space. And then it was, okay, I finished that. So what can I, what's, what's, what's the next goal? So the longevity between the personal and business brands, the per, think about that personal, it's all about our interests, how they grow and our mission. But with the business brand, it's all about the trust. All right, so the next, the next aspect is all about decision-making. Decision-making, it's very interesting, and I'm learning about this right now and, ex- and experiencing some struggles and challenges. So with a personal brand, the decisions are primarily ba- made by the individual, right? We just say yes or no and, and everything else for everything in the business. But with your business brand, most likely you're having a team, right? So it involves a team that to make those decisions and help you with, those company, with the company's goals, and values, for example, my team, every decision pretty much that we make these days is I talk to Rally's my first person. And when we were even creating our core values for the gym, we all got together in one room, got the whiteboard out, and I wanted everyone to contribute because that's the whole point of the rebrand was to give that autonomy to the team because I want them to grow. I want the business to grow. I want them to feel like they had a part of it where hit it with Brit felt more. It was me, me, me. So, and now, now that I'm experiencing these new adventures on my personal brand with Brittany Burnham and with some other cool things that are coming up in the works in the next couple months, uh, now I'm like, who do I bounce my ideas off of? This is really challenging. And, you know, so in the beginning, like maybe like a month or two months ago, I would send some things to Rally. Do you like this? Do you like this? And now I just hired a virtual assistant and she is really helping me with creating some content and some design work. And it's just put a, like just a weight off my shoulders to not be so indecisive with a couple of things. But ultimately the decision-making between those two, that's the big difference. Individual team and your team really being in the know and communicating to them about the decisions. And they feel a part of the business. 
Uh, reputation management is the next one. Reputation. This was difficult for me. Uh, just it was challenging as hit it with Brit because it, everything, all the good and I'm sorry, actually all the bad fell on <laughs> fell on me, and that's what happens with the leader and the CEO and founder of the businesses. So let's talk about like okay, so with the business brand. It's all about maintaining a positive public image and reputation. So when I'm talking to the team and communicating to the team, it's all about, hey, you're representing power in and out of our walls. So that reputation is, is going to be it's going to be, you know, just contagious out there. People are going to want to come to you and, and you're going to be the face. So it's not just, not just me anymore. So with the personal brand, it is all about how you put yourself out there. And again, that talks about the authentic and the vulnerability and some people aren't going to like it and that's okay. And some people are going to support it. And that's where we relearn the hard way sometimes if you are experiencing this type of reputation management. And that is really, uh, it's, you just have to realize that the good things are a reflection on the team as a whole for the business, and the bad things are really a reflection on the leader for the business. And then in the personal brand, it's both, you know, both for the, um, the good and the bad things for the personal. So marketing, uh, that's the next aspect for distinguishing these two types of brands. So marketing focuses, for the personal brand focuses on personal relationships, social media, personal blogs, and personal achievements. So this is all about finding that balance of, of showcasing and putting yourself out there and sharing really who you are at both in your business and outside of your business. And that's where you develop that trust. That's where you develop those relationships. People don't want to see all of the good, good, good. They want to know like the hard things that you're experiencing from a, from a personal standpoint. And then the marketing strategies with a business brand is really utilizing all marketing channels, advertising, promotional activities for to create that wider audience. So a lot of partnerships, a lot of like we used, we, we did, um, I mean, for Power and for Hit It With Brit, a lot of partnerships. And that's something I'm trying to work on right now in the personal brand, but it's me having to really communicate to these potential partners of who I am right now, where I'm going, what my values are, what my mission is. So it's really all about that communication, that education, and bringing awareness. And those marketing strategies, uh, it's, there's, there's, it's overwhelming with how many uh, platforms and how many resources that you can really do. But this is why I love the podcast. We've tried a lot of different things from ads to billboards, but you just got to find what works for you and your personal or business brand. And then... When we're talking about profit and revenue, so with a personal brand, we have a there's what's happening a lot with uh, you're seeing with a lot of personal brands that are out there is those online digital um, CEOs, a lot of people who create courses or create memberships or create um, their own you know at home at home 
brand and business. So that's all through, I mean, even like speaking engagements and um, endorsements. So that that um, profit and revenue is all going to that actual person where in a business brand, that is the, it's all generated through sales of products, services, and partnerships. And when you're thinking about profit and revenue and then how that how the financial structure is separated, it's all about hiring and salaries and payroll. It's a lot more detailed and extensively structured and a little bit confusing because then it goes into all the legality structures of taxes. And that's where a lot of people when they get into business, that's what makes them give up is all those things that we're not supposed to know. So my advice to you is if you're starting and you're very confused about the legalities and the finances of starting a, a, a business brand is right away, get a, um, a CPA, get a, get, get a financial advisor, get an accountant to really help you. The first year I did not have one, but what I did, I was asking a couple of my friends who own businesses of who their accountant is because I had no clue what I was doing and I did not want to get in trouble. And it's scary, all those numbers. All right. Last but not least, last aspect of separating these two is the scalability. So the personal brand, it really is dependent on your time and your effort. So a lot of people, when they're starting their personal brand or business brand, they're when they're starting out, they either have a full-time job and you don't have a lot of time. You know, a lot of people that's right, right now, especially in my um small my in my community, in my networking groups, that's what's happening is they have to pretty much sacrifice and dedicate that time early morning, late night. And that's what happened with Hit It With Brit. I was working three jobs. I barely had any time. It wasn't pretty how it started, but it started and I took action. It was all about that taking action, even though I had really no clue what I was doing. So that scalability is limited, always based on, because it's one person, unless you do hire like a virtual assistant, a VA or some a team with that personal brand. Your business brand can definitely be scaled to reach larger markets and expand those operations and grow more efficiently because you're most likely going to have a team to help you and to guide you into where you can delegate a lot more responsibilities. And that delegation is the number one thing that was so hard for me to learn. And finally, 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 in the past year, with the help of my mentors, they are really trying to help me to not take so much control. That's why I have a team. And now that's why I'm able to have the Mom Boss Maximizer podcast and to have my small group coaching clients and a couple other things that are in the works. So that scalability is is really, it, it's one thing to look at if you're trying to figure out, do I want this to go expand it? Just like with power, did I want to scale the business and did I want to grow more locations? And that took me a while to figure out, um, no. I'm good. I don't want to be in physical locations, but it can be with my team. I just had to decide for myself and for the business. I'm good with one location. I want to keep the culture tight right here. So when we're thinking about breaking down, breaking down these two and, sep and, and considering the separation, one of the biggest things that I want to give based off my experience is you're more than your business. So a lot of part, a lot of employers, a lot of clients um, often experience a more dimensional understanding of who you are. So what you're going to see is 
you have to really be out there and show what you stand for, who you are. And when you're part of more like networking groups, professional groups, and you're starting to put yourself and you're starting to be seen and be heard and to really voice like like what your mission and vision is, then that's where you're going to really experience that you're more than just your business. And we as entrepreneurs really experience that of feeling that it defines us. And another reason for separating these two and really being mindful and intentional when you're separating these two is optimizing your brand for growth. Growth is huge. And you're no matter what, that is one of like the number one priorities for me in both my businesses is that I want the vision that it's a core value, but it's, it's that we need to continue to expand our knowledge, our wisdom, and then pass it on to those who that we are leading, those that who are aspiring or inspired, aspiring to be in our role or inspired by us. And then this is another reason why if the separation is because it gives you the freedom to grow beyond your business. And this is where I'm at right now. And I finally feel like I'm in such a great place that I'm able to separate and not feel guilty about it. And a lot of entrepreneurs, what you see is with their experience and with their wisdom, they end up writing a book, become public spe speakers, start new projects. And that's where I'm at right now. And that's where I have my vision. And that's why I have Mom Boss Maximizers be able to have these conversations, connect with you, connect with women who are experiencing where I was five, six, seven years ago, even last year. So you're, you're, like where I'm at right now is that my professional brand, my business brand was the stepping stone. It was the catalyst to where I want to go. So, and everyone's different. I, I know a lot of people, a lot of business owners and a lot of, especially gym owners, because I'm in another mastermind, is that they just are so passionate and love and want to be in their gym 24 seven. That's great. I just have other aspirations that I want to be able to impact more and influence more women in this space. So though there you have it. And when it comes to both your personal and business brand, it is essential. It is so important to understand the distinctions and make the right choice for your unique circumstance, your situation of what you want to do. Whether you're building a business or pursuing any personal ventures or aiming for both, remember that you have to have a clear separation and that can empower your Mac to maximize your potential. So what I'm very excited for is to expand more on this, what branding is all about, how I can identify where to start and it is coming up. So stay tuned and stay empowered and keep maximizing your mompreneur journey.